Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name is Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. So if you are joining us uh, and watching uh, with video, you can see that we have some special guests today. Woo! We are joined by Sam and Luke, and they are from Good Good Games, and they have created a very exciting game that we're, we're excited to share with you for yes Woo! so oh, welcome to be here yeah thank you for bringing us on the show welcome sam and luke with an exclamation mark guys <laughs> so there you go so tell us tell us about yourselves tell us um what your project is and then we're just going to keep asking more questions so <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Sure. So, uh, so we are um, based out of Minneapolis, and Luke and I have been friends for a long time, and we both love playing board games and having fun and like joking around. And uh, board games are probably my main social interaction. So, um, and yeah. So, so we uh, um, a few years ago, I guess it would be about four years ago, five years ago now, we decided we really wanted to start designing games and. Uh, um, started, you know, kind of meeting up weekly and, um, you know, started developing prototypes and doing some other things. And so uh, Boy Band Builder kind of emerged out of that. After another game that we had worked on for a while, uh, which um, got very sort of complicated where there was like, you know, miniatures and parts and all these other sorts of things. And we eventually were like, oh, this is going to be like, it's going to cost like $75 to make one copy of a game. And we have it for like, you know, a hundred, it was just, it became, we were like, oh, that's going to be a huge pain. So we were like, let's take a step back and find a game that we could do. That's a card game. That's simple and easy and something that's going to be fun for people that, because you know, that's something that could really appeal to a lot of different folks. Um, and so we wanted to get, make a game that was, yeah, like easy and Fun to get into. And so, yeah. And so one of the conversations that sort of happened in passing was how funny it would be to make a card game about playing boy, like basically managing a boy band ah. and the notion of, uh, you know, all the content, because I feel like there was all that, you know, like, uh, the that the the boy band con the Lou Perlman story that talks mm -hmm. all about InSync and the Backstreet Boys and you know that there was sort of a real cultural moment that I think uh, for people who are kind of of that within a certain age range you, you know that 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 really sort of resonates with and kind of is like a funny territory, um, yeah so started working on it and uh, just kind of kept at it and so it was about three years in development from idea to you know finally getting it into people's hands wow that's, that's awesome because like there are a lot of like complexities when it comes to boy bands right like you, you I mean on the surface level you're just like okay whatever there's a bunch of like pretty boys right five but, guys. but yeah right like yeah you have like you have the formula of five guys you know you got the bad boy you got the you know like all, all like the different the throb yeah right mm -hmm. but then like the shy one but what was so interesting, I, like uh, you mentioned, like the the Lou Pearlman documentary, which I love, because like I mean, as you know, my name is Mama Lou for a reason, <laughs> because it's just just an homage to to Lou Pearlman, even though he was like a shitty, shady person. He was actually bad, yeah. He was actually pretty brilliant when it came to like designing these these boy bands because the complexities are there, right? Because um, anyways, but but essentially, this game that you're making is kind of like you assembling your own like master boy band right mm -hmm. like 
So, so like, you're basically um, Lou Pearlman doing yeah, your yeah. own thing. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Okay. So, um, so tell us more about the, like, like, were you guys fans of boy bands? Like, like back in the day or like, you know, like, sister, sorry, like, like where it was, were like, like, tell us more like how, how boy bands, how you landed on that as opposed to like something else. So I, I used to have New Kids on the Block bed sheets, and so, like, I was pretty early in on it all. And during the time of, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, I think I was at an age where it wasn't cool to like that, yeah. but I still, like, recognized, like, especially as I got older, it's, it's all catchy, and it was a very um, important time of my life. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and... I think uh, I wouldn't say I was ever, you know, sort of like particularly into boy bands. It was more just like that it was going on. I mean, you know, uh, you know, my sister was my like, uh, you know, a lot of the friends and girls that I grew up going to school with, you know, so it was sort of in the air. And, uh, you know, then there was uh, like those sort of comic moments like, you know, Lance Bass goes to space or, you know, like whatever, uh, you know, these sort of like things that I think just sort of really stood out in my mind as like, you know, kind of just like these like cultural moments that, uh, you know, I think I, I think about and chuckle, you know, and enjoy. And then also just appreciating the music on a level, like, especially as an adult coming back to it, you know, that like yeah. when you're at a party and like music's playing, it's like, you know, it's all like, you know, pretty smooth. Nostalgia. For <laughs> yeah. 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 Grocery store, saying that like, you yeah. jam on because Backstreet's got it. Is that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't help but sing along, right? Like so uh, everybody yeah. knows I want it that way, right? So you're all belting <laughs> it out at the bar yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's for true. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel I like. Also, oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry. you go ahead, Luke. No, I, no, go I ahead. also really like like K pop and, and mm. the whole that genre of like boy bands, which is kind of its own thing. And so. That BTS, is one of our ideas right? for an expansion for the game, mm. but yeah, that's oh, that's a, a great idea. idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like I yes. feel like they do, like while while like you know like K-pop and like and like American boy bands, they share similarities. There's also like some some complexities there too, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's been an ongoing discussion on our podcast. So, like, do the K-pop groups count as boy bands? Oh, interesting. I'd love yeah. to hear the arguments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting kind of evolution because it is something where, you know, I think that just as sort of like, you know, bystanders of the sort of American, you know, sort of North American boy band era, you know, we uh like feel very sort of plugged in and understanding of all the culture and all the stuff around it. Whereas as an adult who hasn't really paid too much attention closely to K-pop, I'm like, you know, like <laughs> don't know the cultural references, you know, like uh, that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there. Yeah. There's definitely, there's, I think it's, it's heavily inspired by even like a, a Lou Pearlman, um, method of putting groups together mm -hmm. um, I just don't think especially given that we're in 2021 and these Lou Pearlman was putting bands together in the 90s uh, we've evolved to a place where like they're not super concerned about like I need to have like them look all different and they need to have like X personalities and they need to be like whether it's girls or guys or whatever it's just like these idol groups kind of thing um, versus like I think when they were putting together you know Insane, Backstreet Boys, O-Town like things like that it was more like we're looking for something very specific. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever watch that MTV movie and show um, Together? 
and they kind of go through. So you should watch it. It's a, it's a, a mockumentary is the movie. It's, um, I don't think the TV show ever got released online or anything, but it's essentially this guy, Bob Buss, who is your Lou Pearlman character. And he's like going around, like making this boy band and he gets like the heartthrob. And then he gets, he's at a skate park and this guy is beating up some kids. So he's the bad boy. And then there's like the older brother type, which is actually played um, by Chris Farley's brother. Yes. And so he's like, like balding and has, so they put braces on him to make him look young. And then his younger brother's like <laughs> chat, like it's hilarious. You need to look it up. It's with the that two together, awesome. but like, it's so funny. And then mm -hmm. you have your shy one. And then he's like, okay, we need this guy. We need this guy. And then it even goes through like the training of like, okay, now they're like, what's your favorite color? And they're like, blue. What's your favorite color? Blue. No, you can't both have blue as your favorite color. <laughs> one girl, like, like, it's it's hilarious. And then he's like throwing teddy bears at them to, while they're, <laughs> they're dancing to try to get them to like, yeah, train. it's super funny. Like it's, it's definitely fun. That kind of sounds like what this kind of is. Like, so we're the Bob Buss, Lou Pearlman character and we're putting together this band and, you know, we got to, and there's like, they have their rival band and then, you know, they get into like fight with them and stuff. So it's like, it's very, yeah. So very entertaining. Very yeah. entertaining. So. Yeah. Well, and we wanted the, um, I mean, I, I think in the Lou Pearlman story, just the notion of that he was managing both NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, but mm -hmm. kept that a secret from both of them. Like, yeah. You know, as a, like, you know, kind of like a game premise. I think that part of what we really liked is this notion of, you know, like it's not just about like from an interactivity in terms of playing the game, it's not just about baking your own boy band, it's about you know, sort of sabotaging the other people's boy mm. bands at yes, the same yes. time. So that, I like, I see some of those cards, like there was like an acne card, and I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious because <laughs> it's true, yes. right? Like, like, but even just fun. like the whole like in sync really making it big in America was because Backstreet Boys turned down that Disney special, and in sync went in there, and then they just kind of was it was on replay constantly constantly and then that kind of helped build them up and then the yep. fake rivalries between them telling lies to the other bands that the other bands had said things about them it's like now they're all friends and are doing joint projects together and stuff but at the time it was like totally blown out of proportion right so Lou, yeah. although shady he knew what he was doing like oh, yeah. he made a lot of money doing it so yeah. it obviously worked right yeah um so uh oh go ahead go ahead Oh, I was going to say that one of the things, that, uh, you know, I think the two things about that documentary, the crack, crack me up, one of them was the blimp fraud thing. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That blimp gold and then tried to say it was worth like three more, three, like he bought the cheapest blimp he could and then crashed it. And I, yeah. I thought that was just it's hilarious. That was very funny. Yeah. And, like the little then, airplane, which was the oh God, airplane that, was that he took a picture of. Yeah, that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> but then also just the notion that he sort of like, you know, had this whole sort of Ponzi scheme and was doing all this stuff and then went to jail and it seems like died like pretty quickly, right? Like he kind of just like, how long uh, was he in jail year, for? About a year, I guess, I think. Yeah, I think a year or two. Yeah. yeah. He was working um, on a project, Jailhouse Rock, but that didn't end up working out. Like that, because he was making, trying to make a boy band in jail. And yeah, there's another good documentary about him. What is that one called, Lydia? Uh, I think it's called American Greed. Yes. Yes. And that that's a good one. It also goes into a whole bunch of things, but also says that like in prison, he's like, I'll just put together this prison boy band and then we'll make money and then I'll pay off the people that I owe money to. And it's then then they're like, no, that's not happening. Like, no. Yeah, you don't so. get to they don't let you like, you know, start promoting your own boy band while you're in prison. Well, from <laughs> jail, no. Yeah, yeah. Free cigs if you come watch it. <laughs> yeah i know i'm just oh man it was it's such a because like we were 
like thinking of going to go visit him too like well where we're gonna we were gonna write him letters in jail but then and then again, he just he just died so soon she means i almost crashed the car when i found out that lou perlman had died diane and i were coming back from a concert and she's like lou perlman's dead i'm like what <laughs> i know right it, but there's so many unanswered questions we don't know well this is the yeah. thing like because like what, what happened to his fortune right because like I, I feel like that that would make like a good movie premise, right? Like, you know, like, oh, I hid this in my, you know, I dig it somewhere. There is a rumor that he has money buried somewhere because he yes. was trying to hide it because like, obviously they were coming after him to like re, like to get money. So like they took his house and all that kind of stuff. And, but there's a rumor that there's money buried somewhere. I have heard that rumor. It's probably started by Lydia. So Sam and Luke, that would be <laughs> There you I'm go. Sorry, what was that? That would be a great expansion pack. You know, find so like, find the find the stolen money. The <laughs> buried treasure. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, exactly. It just I don't know. Oh, the boy band fandom is just wild, right? There's just so many like things like like you know how like there's a like meme on the internet it's like and, and they're like tell us drama like some random drama that like you don't know about right and then like you know people are just like oh the crafting world there's so much drama right and you're like oh the boy band world there's so much drama right there's all this drama that you don't really think about until you're actually in it right um yeah uh Chilia, can you share the screen of the boy band builder uh website because i think this is absolutely beautiful like what you guys have yeah. done like it's very aesthetically pleasing and it's just uh yeah okay there we go there we are. <laughs> oh sorry this yeah, is the kickstarter i'll just show this really quick so um so yeah so your your quick synopsis on your game is a fun and fast-paced game for two to four players 20 to 30 minutes ages 13 plus which is great age for people getting into boy bands is i feel like mm -hmm. 13 year olds is that's our jam and he um, it says you can now build and manage the boy band of your dreams, develop new artists, build your group, spin it into solid gold, recruit boys and enhance them with star cards. You can throw shade at the competition and fight for all the best gigs. It's a cutthroat business. Do you have what it takes to be the best boy band builder? Like, I was like, that's some good language you get. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely that. Build that definitely brings you in. Like, yes, I need to buy this game. <laughs> yeah, your artist cards here. Um, uh, then things that have happened to them. Gigs, <laughs> teenage band oh, no. oh, I work good. in radio, so radio promo, fun times. Yes, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. so that's it's just, like, really cool. And I liked reading along with all your updates, telling, like, how things were going. Um, I also really enjoyed that it just seemed like a very collaborative effort with your backers and with other people is that you really wanted the input of you know, who should we add? What can we do? Like, I believe one of your items was you actually got to name one of the uh, the characters, right? Yeah, four of the artists in the game are created by like the Kickstarter backers, and they're they're actually like the best <laughs> the best artists in the yeah, game. Yeah, we should. Oh, really? Pull a couple of them up because uh, yeah, because that was the that that tier. You know, that part of it was so. First of all, let's take a step back. We worked with a really great artist, a guy named Adam Tremaine. Um, and we worked to sort of develop this style of the, you know, kind of faceless boys, you know, and like yeah. that, that, that kind of, um, you know, I think was, uh, we, cause at one point I remember early on, we were sort of experimenting with some different art and whenever the boys had like faces, it didn't work. Like it's sort of like, I was wondering was nice if being... there was a, 
Yeah, and the reason for the aesthetic. Is it just so that people can kind of envision what their boy bander looks like without having to like, be like, oh, yeah. he has blue eyes. I wish he had brown eyes or something, right? So this way they yeah, can kind yeah. of like, it's kind of like the whole fan fiction, like this is my boy band and I kind of, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It keeps it a little more generic. I mean, uh, like, I think it makes it, yeah, so people have more space, like you said, to kind of project their own kind of uh, images. Because what's funny is, like, over the course of the game, as, like, you know, a group of people plays this game for a while, certain boys start to get a reputation for certain things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, like, to answer the question about the collaboration, so, like, uh, you know, here's an example. Like, I don't know if you can see in the camera here. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you so stop sharing so that going to be bigger? Sorry, hold on one second. One second. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we, yeah let's let's stop the share for a moment, and then it'll be a nice big picture. Yes, okay, go ahead. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, this is these are two of the ones that Twins. came from the Kickstarter. So there's old Frank, Frank? who's yes. got the best attitude in the business, and then there's the twins. You know, which is you know two boys on one card. Yeah, um, that's great. And, uh, you know, but they're a powerhouse. So it's like the ones that the Kickstarter folks named are kind of the sort of best at each of the different aspects of boy banding. That's so fun. Uh, because we kind of were like, okay, we need sort of stats or metrics to distinguish the boys from each other or make it so that if you, you know, get your, uh, you know, like, um, do, if your boy is doing nonstop choreography, they get to be a better dancer, you know? And so, like, yeah, so there's the four move, the four stats that you have to sort of accumulate as a band, and those are pipes, moves, heat, and cool. So mm. it's like you've got to basically have a band that's uh, diversified with those stats to be able to do uh, the different kinds of gigs that you might encounter, you know? So for example, you know, if you're going to do the holiday special, oh, you need yes. to have pipes and moves, okay. you know, and you got to cool. have that amount in your band. And so what you're doing is basically as you're going through the game, you're recruiting artists and you can get up to five. So that's the max is that if you have, you can't have more than five boys in your boy band. We've always said that the five is the good number for a boy band. Mm -hmm. Like that's the magic number that we need. Mm -hmm. yes. And if you ever do a K-pop expansion, you can expand to seven. Mm -hmm. yeah. there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> BTS, right? I mean, I'm just yeah. like, how, how are you guys all functioning and not fighting? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they know. are, and they're just keeping it under wraps. Just got yeah. a solid contract. So yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, tell, tell us more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So then uh, the the star cards, like we were saying, are uh, those are sort of like the currency of the game. These are the cards that you have in your hand while you're playing. And this is this is kind of how you like customize the artists. So, for example, this is the frosted tips card. Yes, oh. classic, classic. Yes. So that was a must have. Yep. Yeah, and then there's also you know some other fun ones like uh, you know there's like bad cards too, like you know paparazzi meltdown. You know. Oh, yeah, that's wow. good. One. <laughs> that's that good. is good. Punching out or, a photographer uh, is gonna let you go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's really like a wide range of them. I mean, you know, things that can, and then there's some cards that you can use as like interrupts, for example. So if someone is trying to, uh, you know, um, mess, with, or... mess with one of your boys, you know, you can have a card like stage parents, which, you know, deals oh. with that problem by basically making it so you can sort of intercept their action. So, oh, okay. you know, nice. if someone's trying to give your boys some bad habits, like, you know, <laughs> starting smoking or something the stage oh. parents can step in and you know stop that 
Yes. Um, awesome. That's a good one. When we were designing the game, I think a lot of the, these concepts and like archetypes that are in like the boy band realm kind of came pretty naturally. And it was it was really great and fun to do that. And then like the game mechanics part just came after we're like, OK, what would it what would Frosted Tips do or like why? You know, what would stage parents do? And so it was kind of a fun um, flow to the game design process. And it came from the boy band stuff very much. Like, I think there was like one or two nights where we were just kind of like hanging out, laughing about all these different things that are kind of moments that you could, uh, you know, ce celebrate like you know, some of the gigs, like, uh, you know, like uh, mall tour, for example. Yeah. Yes. You know, so like, that's one of the gigs that your band can do or, you know, really, yeah. Um, that was very big that, for new kids on the block was their mall tours to make them yeah. like huge for sure mm -hmm. so we, Lydia and I actually went it wasn't even a mall tour, it was a Canadian boy band you probably haven't heard of them they're called the Moffats they had a couple of songs um, and there was only four members so not like the classic five but they were all brothers so they're kind of like Canada's Hanson I guess um, so they were doing um, an autograph signing at a Walmart like near us and it was going to be in the afternoon so Lydia and I were like all right cool so we end up going like in the middle of the day and there's this long ass lineup they didn't think that that many people would be there they didn't really hire security or anything so they ended up putting like what they used was toilet paper and tied like you know the the laundry detergent in the like the powdered one so they tried to make a wall of this to try to keep people back and it from was screaming girls insane from tween girls from doing this so like i think what was it Lydia? like three thousand it was like three to five thousand people had shown up <laughs> and like it was like it was fine nobody got hurt or whatever canadian polite whatever but anyway so then damage there was definitely damage. Like you were sliding on like the, the tied boxes were ripped and toilet paper was everywhere. This is pre-pandemic. So, you know, they had a lot at the time, but it was just like, well, it was, it was just insane. And it got written up in the newspaper and everything. And it was, it was hilarious. It was so funny. And I don't understand yeah. how they were using toilet paper to like as a caution line or like, something. They kind of made it like, kind of like a, like, like, a, like, a, like a wall. It's so weird. So you kind of, you're supposed well, to walk like around it, but that's going to, <laughs> this very soft, lightweight thing is going to hold back. I, <laughs> I wonder if they started with the tide. Cause they were like, okay, this is like heavy boxes. And then someone was like, well, if this falls on a girl, like, we can't have yeah, a lawsuit, so we'll add the oh. paper as like a soft, you know. Yeah. I'm just yeah. imagining the wall of teenage girls breaking through like the end, you know. Yeah, it's, like... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's a yeah. great story I read at one point about Elvis Presley when he was sort of at his peak hotness, um, where. Uh, that's why they would always say Elvis has left the building because the mm. people, the, the fans wouldn't leave, oh. and so like. Uh, at one point, uh, Elvis was kind of stuck in the building and couldn't get out the back because the fans had gone and blocked off the back. And eventually one of the girls looked in the bathroom and saw that Elvis was in the bathroom, broke open the window, and then oh all the girls God. started climbing into the bathroom wow. the window. And Elvis got cornered in there and the girls literally tore his clothes off. Like they literally- like, Oh my God pieces of elvis's clothes off of him like, to like keep him like i got a piece yeah. of elvis's clothes you know like, wow i got his belt buckle i got, <laughs> wow. got his left collar for good 
Yeah. I'd like to say that that stuff doesn't happen, but I have definitely seen it. definitely that. probably it definitely does. does yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I remember uh, going to see NSYNC at Much Music, which is like our MTV, and as they're walking through the crowd, people were literally like ripping at their shirts and things like that. I'm just like, yeah. This what it is. Some hormones, not everyone, but some uh, hormonal teenagers get very I was going to say, I think, they- I think teenagers are just like, you know, when you market to, to teenagers, they're very passionate about what they're passionate about. And so, yes. you know, it's, it's kind of inevitable. And especially yeah. back in the day, because there wasn't social media, so there wasn't a way to connect with the artists as you can now, right? So you would only be able to either see them on TV, see them in a magazine, or if you're very lucky to see them in person, and you're just like, oh my God, like, this is my one chance, like whatever, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe if I grab at him, he'll fall in love with me. Mm. The only thing I can say for today, like it, you know, and we were talking about like K-pop and stuff, like those fans, I guess because they're able to connect with their bands and each other via the internet they've sort of mobilized in ways that like other fan bases haven't been able to in the past Mm -hmm. like like even just like the bts army they raised like a million dollars in like a day Mm -hmm. for black lives matter just because they were like oh bts is into this we can like you know what i mean if bts has any kind of like fan voting they get like outvoted by any other group by like millions yeah you know so i i do think the fan girls are getting smarter <laughs> yeah well we're and able to work smarter them. not harder yeah <laughs> that's right exactly. i know i remember fan, when, oh go ahead go ahead luke i was just gonna say the word fan comes from fanatic so like yeah yes it's baked into the the culture of it kind of in a way for that's sure so for yeah sure. i feel uh, well, like um we're, we're like a little bit like, you know, Chinzia, when we used to go to concerts, you're like, don't scream because that'll scare them away. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, good idea. And then no one would do that. That wasn't at concerts. That's when they were walking by or whatever, which is oh, okay, okay. for autographs and stuff like that. Because if you start screaming, you're acting like a nutcase, they're going to go inside with security. But if you're calm, then they will come over and take pictures with you or sign stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Some people. Well, actually, the other thing that must have changed a lot, and it has changed a lot since, uh, you know, even like, you know, the 90s and 2000s is with social media, you know, uh, you know, like I think about things like Cameo or uh, other apps or ways that like, or Twitter, you know, it's like as like uh, celebrities, it seems like fans sort of demand much higher levels of engagement, which also leads to, um, you know, kind of like puncturing what I think in the past, or I imagine K-pop bands deal with this big time when like, you know, people were the sort of these narratives of like, he's the bad boy, he's this, you know, it's like, now it's like, oh, actually, like, he's a real person, you know, not just like an archetype, you know, so I think yeah. in, the, in the game, we wanted to kind of play with that a bit, you know, where, you know, that there's sort of uh, some things that are like, you know, playing against type or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Oh, I love this game. Like, this game is, like, so cool. Like, um, can you tell us more about why, uh, like, you started on Kickstarter? Uh, like, like why you thought, like... like Have you done like, any other Kickstarter projects before? Or is this was just something... This tell was us everything. First, this was our first, uh, like, jump into the realm of producing an actual product. We had worked on games before and tried to design them, but... Um, so this was the first Kickstarter I've ever done, and I think the first one that Sam's ever done. Yep. Um, 
and it was like a lot of fun partly we did it because we just wanted to like get it made because we had prototypes of our own that we got or that you ordered yeah because uh prior i mean when you do a kickstarter for a game usually you want to show that you're like you know 85 percent there you know in terms of it being like here's what the product's going to look like you know here's uh you know generally how the game works um, and we treated it as a, uh, and kind of said as much, where we wanted to have a prototype. So we had prototypes made, but then we spent a lot of time, you know, just like demoing it with people. And like, it was tough to do because it was all during the pandemic, yeah. which is one of the reasons why we uh, invested in figuring out how to use Tabletop or uh, Tabletopia, which is the online platform. Oh, because nice. during the kick, I mean, I guess this was, uh, yeah, November 2020 was when we did the Kickstarter. So it took about a year from when we did the Kickstarter to getting fulfillment out to people. And uh, I think we chose the Kickstarter. I mean, part of it was, uh, I think, yeah, we wanted to really sort of run the gamut of like what it is that you have to do to sort of independently publish a game, you know? And uh, it really yeah, like, is- take us through that's those steps. Cause like, we have no idea what that's like. Most like, people are like, oh, I come up with an idea and now suddenly I have a game. And obviously that's yeah. not at all how that works. What? because you said that you even had to like uh, uh, you had to find an artist too like like so that must have been so much work for you guys to do like lots of research had to go into it yeah definitely and i think that one of the things that was nice about the uh, way we collaborated with the artists first of all the, uh, the artists really had a great sense of humor and got all the jokes i mean it's all these little things like you know the sort of tabloid stories that have funny titles to them and stuff like that so a lot of that stuff was just stuff that you know we kind of were riffing back and forth with where it was like we had to choose sort of like images that would represent these things like how do you represent a you know boy signing a bad contract or you know how do you yeah. represent like you know toxic masculinity as an image you know like mm -hmm. that, that these are things that uh you know we we were we spent a lot of time working with the artist and so these things kind of happened in parallel especially in this case because i think we kind of hit the theme right away and kind of had this massive brainstorm of all these different cool ideas and kind of generally figured out how the game would work. But then it was like really like a two year long process of like making prototypes of the game, trying it out, like like really making sure that the game was fun. Because I think this is a game that, and I think you see this a lot in the game market where people have a good concept, but then the game is kind of thrown together on the back end so that like when you play the game, you're like, oh, this was fun with the ideas, but the game itself doesn't kind of keep you coming back. Yeah. And right. so I think that was kind of in the center time, center point of things when we were working with the art, because we kind of, what was nice is we knew the themes. I mean, we knew we needed a, you know, a backup dancer's card. So it was like, all right, we'll get that drawing. And we if we change what the backup dancer card does, that's fine, but we needed to kind of develop the art in parallel with the game design, which was kind of a um, very, very iterative process. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we had printed an actual prototype uh, of the previous version of the game, and then basically we would take it out to bars or just like with our friends and prototype it. And we often had people uh, who weren't, we didn't even know, just who played it and gave us feedback, both on like the theming of cards and the the game mechanics itself we had a, we had quite a few discussions as far as the theming of cards with like how adult to take it or like how yeah. much to like how much fun are we making of that or like how much are we making it where you like identify with it and um so yeah. there was some controversy with like some of the cards as to like whether we should add them and we we ended up not adding a card that was uh 
what was the name yeah. of the card? Well, so there was one. Uh, What's the controversy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, I remember. So uh, there was a card that we had called Tragic Accident. Oh, right. Yeah. Where one of your boys would die. <laughs> oh! And the problem was that, like, it wasn't just that. It was that the way it ended up being used in the game is someone would be like, well, your boy's got acne. And you'd be like, well, your boy's dead. That escalated quickly. That's word. You know, we don't want to have, like, boy bands putting hits out on each other, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 oh the boy band mafia game. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but seriously. hasn't been explored yet. But you're not 100% wrong, though, right? Because when somebody dies, generally, the music, the record sales go up and other things like that could have been like a, an effect of that card, which obviously is horrible. There's actually, again, to bring it back to Together, there's an episode of Together. I was going to say that. Go ahead. Because there's an episode of Together in which they think that one of the members is dying or mm. he's dead. So then there's like this all memorial service and all this other stuff and everyone's like, oh my God. And like their their, their record goes up and then this girl who's like, he, he had wanted this dream girl and then he finds out that she is there and she's like crying for him and like camping outside the house and all this stuff. And then he finally like reveals that he's not dead. And he's like, dream girl, we can be together. And then she's all like, kind of liked you more when you were dead like you know this is kind of like a thing and whatever and it was just like it was ridiculous but yeah um sorry yeah. were you saying diane something uh, no i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say that's something that they do uh on together is like yeah everyone for some reason thinks the one guy is dead and then like yeah their record sales are oh, going and then and like everything. his bandmate gets mad at him because he's supposed to be the sick one so he's and he's like 13 so he doesn't swear and he's like you're such a mother ducking ducker and then like <laughs> he's like i'm giving you half the finger and he gets like all mad he's like i'm the sick one not you like what the heck so honestly that it's not a terrible idea it could be an interesting I, strategy it's just in maybe, terms of the game i think what they're saying is like it's it's very different to be like, yeah, you're like, yeah. boom, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, it's like, like it's, it was... it's catastrophic in the gameplay because it's like, you know, of course you're gonna kill the boy on the other guy's boy band who's the best one, you know, like yeah. Yeah. stats on him and all that stuff. So it, it created like a massive game imbalance where all of a sudden one person's not having fun because their like whole boy band fell to pieces. Yeah. 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 Like the idea of having it be related to the money though. So it could be like a card that they keep and it just doubles the amount of, of money they get from the gigs or something. Like so you're, you're sacrificing one of your boys to make yeah. the other ones make be better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now you just have like a lame 98 degrees for member boy band <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, love probably. 98 degrees yeah. I, you know, Jeff Timmons likes our tweets we're good we're good guys but yes yeah, yeah. No, not the good classic five I know yeah I know well, and, and we wanted to still have a card that did that the, the way we we created a card called going solo that acts uh, as like a governor for making one boy too good because if you put all your ducks in one basket then you've got a Justin Timberlake situation. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, that bird's going to fly away. Yeah. yeah. We, we call it Justin Timberlaking when somebody like mm. gets out of the group. 
Yeah. Not a fan of him. I hate that. <laughs> Lance Bass did not get to go to space because of Justin Timberlake. There's many options. There's many things. Um, um, so one other thing related to the design of the game that was really kind of inspirational for us, uh, and it kind of plugs the website a little bit, is the boy band name generator. Oh, yeah. 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 I, do that. I love that. That's so fun. Show right. it. Show it. On okay, I'm gonna, okay, so I'm gonna they, oh, are you guys going to do it? Yeah, yeah you we'll guys do. do. Okay, yeah, we'll why don't you guys do it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're very excited about this. Yes, I was so. playing with that for a while. <laughs> I was as well. Yeah, it was so much fun. It would fun. be really great if you, if you had any feedback on uh, words that we could could add to the generator because we made a really long list and it comes out with some really good ones. But oh, oh okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's lower well, on the website. So for yeah. those of you who are just listening, we're at sorry. Oh no, the boy band what? builder dog. Sorry. Wait, okay, right. start from the beginning, Chin, because you were frozen. I think she's frozen again. Oh no. Okay. It's like, well, why don't I try this, right? No, we don't edit our stuff. <laughs> we're just like whatever. It's there. It's there. Okay, Chin, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. Because maybe your internet's slow. Is that okay? I don't yeah, think she can hear us. Because when this was happening earlier, she couldn't hear anything yeah, we were saying. Okay, I'm going to try sharing the screen. Okay, hold up. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, which one? So it didn't show up for you guys, the screen? No, it did. No, it did. It did. Okay, hold on. No. Uh, it was just a little uh, jittery. It was, no. yeah. Boo. Well, there. the name that popped up for me this? was Fuego Town. <laughs> can you guys see my screen good. or no yes yes yeah. we can see it okay good okay excellent so yes this is this is it it's called boybandbuilder.com uh, it says build your own band and go platinum and then this is the amazing i love this artwork this is gorge this is amazing yes it's very like 90s saved by the bell kind of like yes. yeah, yeah yeah the color the color scheme was like gorge um all right so then here is uh yeah the the, the game itself and then here at the scroll oh, i love this Polly Mark. <laughs> and the commercial is great too. I like the commercial on YouTube. Uh, should we play the commercial? I or is that I can play it if it would play. I mean, do you want to try I don't see why it wouldn't. Oh, sound. Let's give her and let's see what happens. Yeah, we can't hear it. Okay. No. Yep. No, we can't hear it. But there's gorgeous visuals on screen. But it's really good. Listening. Uh, okay, all right. No. Okay, here. Cool. We'll, we'll so just yeah, keep going cool. down. Okay, sorry. I love this, too. This is gorgeous. Okay, here this is so fun. Here it is. Name your group. Generate a name for your boy band and get building. And then there's this beautiful generate button. ZX. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Like, this is how they name boy bands nowadays because they right? say that if you don't use a word, because Kingdom. words are are in a are in a language, right? And then there's other languages that don't have that word, right? Right. right. Exactly. So all these like part of the strategy of a lot of these like K-pop groups is like we're just going to use acronyms, and then that way it can translate to so many more different languages. Because yeah. you don't have to know that, like, never means what it means, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
Okay. Let's when I did this, I got a uh, little pink and then I did it again and I got 84 forever. It was very funny. <laughs> so I thought they were fun. That's fun. I think no, they're the, good. The, the they're one I like the most. Yeah. At one point it was called uh, Bad Always. <laughs> <laughs> so good, right? Oh Wonderful. God. That would have to be a band of like all bad boys. I yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like the rebel group or something. Yeah. Bad. They don't even show up to their own gigs. They're like, what? Right? They're bad. <laughs> Because I feel like, I mean, obviously, if, if we're talking 90s boy bands, I feel they escalated in, like, in terms of, like, risque or, like, you know, sort of taboo content. Like, you started with Backstreet Boys, who were, like, super, well, you started with New Kids, but then they were on a break, and Backstreet Boys kind of came in to fill the void. And they were, like, super innocent, like, clean, you know, barely took their shirts off kind of thing. And then Cookie you escalated... Cutter to O-Town who was singing Liquid about dreams. Liquid Dreams within like, you know, just a few years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they were the bad boys. I I think, because you kind of mentioned something earlier about um, like the comedy-ness of this and how like cheesy you can go. And I feel like boy bands in general do not take themselves that seriously, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's also kind of the appeal of boy bands is that they can be funny. They can have tongue in cheek things. They're just guys like messing around and trying to pick up chicks and, you know, but like, ooh, and they can be cheesy and they're totally fine. Like, I know Lydia hates this, but at 98 Degrees concerts, they always do, um, they always do a cover of a song. So we did, uh, we went to a Christmas one and they're like, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And they're all like, but they do this like Moana song, like how far I'll go. And they're just like dancing around, prancing, like, and Lydia's like, what is this? What is this? It's cheesy, but it's fun. It's a fun little, funny. Cause they're like, our daughters like this movie. So we're going to do this song. And they're just like, just like hamming it up and stuff. And I feel like boy bands are really good at like hamming it up and be like, there's obviously your serious member who's all like, Oh, I would never do that. But you know, like for the most part, they're generally fun guys who just kind of like, doing their thing right mm-hmm. yeah i go yeah. to be entertained by sexy men all right it's not sexy when they're prancing around singing a lot of there is like no tingle in the vingle here i'm sorry sorry i know sorry it's like the like you're saying it's like the the stuff just needs to get harder and harder to keep working the same way right yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. But even just like rant, like at, at Backstreet Boys concerts, and Nick's like, "Am I sexual?" And everyone's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "No, nah, I don't know." Like, you know, well, maybe I don't know. These pants like, no. you look like you crapped yourself. Like you look, I don't know. But yeah, I'm sorry. I was just generating another name, and another one that popped up is East Alley, and I just thought immediately then a fandom name from that could be like the Alley Cats or whatever, right? So, that, do you have something too where you can make up your fandom name as well? because that might get good bonus points and stuff like that too because a lot of a lot of the older bands it's like the backstreet army or whatever but then i'm trying to think That's of what it is we're some other good... army are we called yeah, yeah. we're called bsb army it's lame oh my God. but there's like other i can't think of any at the moment uh town o-town fans are called townies, townies. which is the worst which is... <laughs> like, it kind of sounds like carnies but i'm like okay <laughs> what is it's like a real thing that just means like you're stupid and that like you're just like from the like back country or whatever and like you're like it's what city people call people who like don't live in the city they're like oh the townies they like you know they're over there 
Maybe they just really the has you know, like... There you go. Yeah, they're naked. Yeah. So is it like necessary to like generate your boy band before you start the game? Like, like how does how do you like? Yeah. That is so the like, first tell us. Step. Okay. And I, I think like our ritual is definitely go to the website. Everybody gets a boy band name, and I always click it a bunch of times to try to yeah. like find one that really sits with me. Mm -hmm. Some yeah. people click it once and then just stick with that, which is fine, you know. Like, we did that. We just like did it a few times. I love yeah. that. Oh, that yeah. generator is the best. I'm like, that's like Ooh, the best wild generator I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think my favorite is bad for you. Ah yes, with the number four. Absolutely. Yeah, the number four. Yes, the number yes. four and, and just the the alphabet U. Mm. Yes, mm. nice. Of course, yes. You gotta have that for sure. But I think the fandom generator is definitely something we could do. Just like add suffixes and then like have like a little subtitle mm. thing. It's like oh, so bad for you and the the fans. They're the. Or baddies. UEs or they're the baddies yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Little U, five U. <laughs> oh my well, that's part of what we were thinking about with the uh, like, if we do a expansion, is looking at ways that you could kind of add some things on there. So I mean, like, sort of like having like management staff. I mean, maybe you can get like a hairdresser for your band, and then yeah. everyone's got cool flock of seagulls haircuts and stuff. <laughs> you know, or, I feel uh, like a big thing in boy bands, just because like we're in that that fan is they all have security guards and then if you're like mm. regularly in the like meet them and like going to the concerts you get to know the security guards because it's the same ones all the time and then the uh -huh. security guards are like oh you know taking pictures with fans and stuff like that like oh hey it's bigger I know. you know it's cute <laughs> like Very i cute. miss yeah. our boy bands but i miss our security guards even more like mike from uh, like mike and josh i'm just like what to see them again you know it's like been so long themselves. Yeah. the Backstreet Boys, yeah. if they didn't know, yeah. They're the Backstreet Boy ones, but yeah, yes. funny. they'll be like, Mike, he's like, hey, and they're like, whatever, and just like fucking hug it, hugging security guards and stuff, and then they just, yes. it is what it is. They're part of the, the group, right? So Part of the um, family. Ooh, do you have like VIPs or anything? Like, because there's VIP coordinators also go on tour with them, and they're like, you know, give them the passes and stuff like that. There's like... Or photographers. Yes. Photographers, yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I think that's where it's like, that's one of the sort of other dimensions. Aside from, I think, that we've talked about, you know, I think that uh, it's always like an easy, fun ad if we wanted just to make it so there's more boys, you know, or like, yeah. just, just like, you know, more star cards. I think that was the other thing is like right now, the game is set up for two to four players. Um, and like, and there's like 48 star cards. And what we're finding is that when there's four players all playing, you might run out of star cards and like oh, jump in okay. and like see the same things again, which is fine. I mean, it's always funny, but like if you had a bigger deck of star cards with like more variety of effects and stuff like that, could have more players and go longer. Yeah. Mm. So those are some of the things that we've talked about. If we were gonna, if we do the like the we have called it the K-pop expansion. That's what we've been calling yeah. it. So, but like yeah. if we did something like that that uh, we'd want to sort of add in the, you know, sort of managers, or maybe there's like, you could invest in like, you know, like a tour bus or something, you yeah. know, or mm -hmm. some sort of like other things that let you like do more gigs in a single turn or, you know, like. Oh, smart. That kind that's of great. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Merge crossover things, like how BTS did the stuff with McDonald's, right? And they had their own special sauces and stuff or like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber's getting his own timbits now. Yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's one of the gigs we've got here. Hold on a second. It's the, uh, where, let's see, I gotta find it here. Product placement or something. Yeah, here we go. It's like, uh, product 
endorsements. That's awesome. So this is the, a good example of how we put the art together. So that's nice. Justin Bieber's head that's put on top of Wayne Campbell's body from the oh, movie wow. Wayne's World. Wow. <laughs> Because we were looking, it's like you're, you. That's yeah. those like really. Oh my god, that's such a funny section in that movie, right? Where they're just yeah, like, well, blah, 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 blah. Duh, 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 duh. That's brilliant. Yeah. Little yellow, different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The fucking cut. It sucks, and it cuts. It certainly does <laughs> suck. Does yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, like, how do you guys start a game off? Like, what's the deck look like? Like, how? What do you get? Like. And kind of like, how do you build up from there? A game of boy band builder? Yeah. Or just uh, like designing games in general? I know, <laughs> no, a game of boy band builder. Yeah, so uh, there's the star cards, the artist cards, and the gig cards. And you take and shuffle all those decks, and then you take the gig cards, and you put the top four face up. And those are the gigs that people are competing for. And, oh, okay. Um, so in, during your turn, you take two actions. And one of the actions you can do is audition, which is looking at the top three artists, picking oh. one, and then so you get to like kind of a little selection and you put the other ones underneath the deck and then you discard star cards from your hand uh, according to like the cost of the artist. So some okay. of them have only one or two stats and they're cheaper. And then some of them like the- uh, the, the twins, for example, you know, yeah. they have a cost of, let's see, they have a cost of three cards on them. Okay. Because like they've got three pipes. So they're basically like the sort of top tier of boy that you can recruit into your band. But if you do that, you have to like, basically the star cards kind of are the cards you can play on boys or they can be used as like money basically where you discard them in order to recruit more artists okay. into your band. Yep. And so, and so the other the other actions that you have are draw star cards where you just like kind of fill up your hand with cards. Um, play a star card where you just you do one of the effects of the star cards. Uh, most of them just kind of add stats to your boys or remove stats from them, but then there's some of them that, like we talked about, that do special effects. Um, and then the last one is do a gig. And so that's where you compare your the stats in your band with the stats of the gigs that are out, and some of them oh. have special rules. And then you basically, if you have enough, you can take it and put it in front of you. And then the, the point of the game is to earn the most cash through doing the gigs. And okay. So once a certain amount of gigs have been taken, the game, everybody takes one more turn, and then you count up all of the cash that you made, and whoever has the most wins. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. Okay, oh. nice. I think you guys were saying there was like a website where you could kind of play it. Yeah, yeah. you were saying uh, Tabletopia. So can you like talk about that a little bit more? Sure. I can share the screen here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, so... Uh, Okay. Oh, here, let me add it in. Hold on. There we go. So okay. Table, Tabletopia is just an online uh, game service where you can make, you can import your own images and uh, textures and other things like that. And we did it all for free and you can create an account for free and play like limited amount of games or whatever. Oh, cool. Uh, at the same time. Fun. And then, so we just imported all the assets into it and then you can actually play Boy Band Builder through Tabletopia. Uh, so this is an example of the interface. And so we have the artist deck and then you have the star card deck. Um, so those are what it looks like you drawing the artist cards into your hand. Oh, cool. Okay. So nice. you would say, okay, we're going to recruit Sky. Ooh, and then nice. you could put the other ones back. Yep. 
and then uh so like and then with the star cards oh, draw like a few more so like for example let's say you wanted to give sky for four port harmony mm -hmm. you know then basically you put the card right on there ah. and so now so oh so he gets two. the extra nice yep. so sky just by default has two heat and one cool but then by adding the four part harmony he has two pipes as well and so oh, part, of, okay. part of the game is recruiting multiple artists and then mm -hmm. kind of spreading out your upgrades on them. Uh, okay. Or, or potentially like putting all right, them so all on So you just kind of stack one. it so then the stuff shows. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, so that as you go. And so, um, you know, there's, so there's some cards uh, that have, you can play in other bands. So for example, Sketchy Accountant <laughs> is a card <laughs> that you can play in another band and then you get to take two star cards from their hand and then you discard it. So, wow. for example, there's like some defensive cards, like Stage Parents, for example, where if I was trying to mess with your band, you could use this to prevent that. Um, so it's like there's we wanted to make sure that the game had a number of things where that players would be able to, you know, kind of counter uh, different players' actions in a way, especially because of the way the end game is set up, where once someone is basically like, okay, I'm going to end the game by getting the right amount of gigs then everyone else is kind of racing to stop them from winning, you know? Yeah. Um, so here, here's an example of what you do you, by flipping up the top four gigs, and then they just kind of all have different effects. And so some of the them require nice. all of the stats to be on one artist. Um, oh. Why those, those Kickstarter backer ones are especially good because they can just do those by default because they have it all on them. Oh, then, cool. uh, see also the one with the plane there, the, uh, the private event yep. one. Yeah. Those are what we call X-Factor gigs, where basically anybody can use any gig to do it, but you have to have six in that instance. You'd have to have six of the same gig. So you can, six of the, I'm sorry, six of the same stats. So it would be like, if you had six pipes, you could do it. If you had six moves, you could do it. Um, so it's like, it, the way the gigs are structured, it rewards you for building your band a certain way. Mm. So like, and that's kind of where the strategy comes in is, uh, you know, how much you choose to sort of like become like really good at being just really hot or whether you, you know, <laughs> focus on singing and dancing too, you know, like it's, it's all the, you know, these are the things that you kind of make a choice in the game and you kind of roll with it to see. It's very like strategic almost. Yeah. Now, do you have I, any like uh, any advice for people playing this game? Like, should they just get like as many gigs as possible, or should they level up their people? Like, what what uh, hint could what you give? Tips, what tips do you have? Yeah, well, there there are some cards in the deck. Like, there's one card in particular that you can steal another band's boy, another band's artist. Oh, only if they don't have an upgrade. What's the name of that one again? Uh, what's that called? New, uh, new representation. Right. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you have an upgrade on your boy, though, like if you have a card underneath the, an artist, then you can't take them using new representation. So uh, one strategy uh -huh. is to like make sure that all of your artists have at least one upgrade so that they can't be taken, which is like, you know, especially hard when you you've discarded two cards to get one of the three yeah. stat ones. And so that's that's yeah, kind of yeah. like one of the tricks is like you can choose to have uh, like if one, one thing that's good is if you have uh, five artists in your band, it makes it harder for people to use cards to sabotage your band. Um, but like oftentimes if you're spending the early game focused on 
just like building your whole band up the five cards sometimes you might not be competing for specific gigs um even though in the late game you presumably can are better positioned to do it so it's sort of like there's a bit of a challenge where it's like you can choose to either invest heavily in boys up front or you can pick like one boy and give Blow them like mm -hmm. and give them like a and lot then try of to make them like the superstar right yeah exactly yeah. i feel so, like, like <laughs> that's brilliant i love all of this like even like the yeah guy that's really good our sky like yes like oh my god these are these are phenomenal. You guys did an amazing job. Fantastic. I just want to like yeah. shout out you guys because this is like Thanks. brilliant. Agreed. We do stuff. this like, thing. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was just saying that I mostly did the game design stuff and I, a lot of the credit for the art and like the art direction definitely goes to Sam and the artists. So. Nice. It's a good team experience. Right yeah, there. definitely. I was going to say, good we team. do this thing every year. It's uh, It's called Boy Band Fantasy Draft. And um, I have never won a single year, uh, because, because I pick. She picks She picks Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. He's my favorite boy like, bander, so I always put him there, and it's just like it has never worked out well for me. And I always like I feel guilty for not picking certain people. So I feel like if I get this game, I'm gonna start getting drawn to certain members, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pick so and so, and then absolutely. I'm just gonna be like, I always have to have Omar or whoever, and I'm just, and they're like, but he sucks at dancing or whatever, and I'm just like, no, but he's my guy, right? So I feel like, I feel That's like this game tough. will be very entertaining for us to play. Yes. Chins is all about sucker. the underdog. I was going to say, it's always a sucker for the underdog. Sorry, yeah. like, what were you going to say? Uh, in our meta, Anthem is like the big one that everybody's like, oh, yes, I got Anthem. And like, you're all going down. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Just like, suck it. This is my when guy. you were creating those artist cards, like now I'm just trying to like, because you guys like add it, they come with like a base set of like, these are their things that they just come with. Were you thinking like, oh, you know, uh, I'm thinking of like, for example, NSYNC and like Justin Timberlake, like what, you know, he would have like X, Y, and Z, like did, did that like come into your head when you were like making those artist cards? Oh, I, I don't know that we, I mean, like some of them, I think we like when we were brainstorming the names, uh, like, I mean, Luke was mentioning Anthem, which is one of the ones that we came up with. We were like, oh, that's such a perfect boy name for a boy mm -hmm. band. Um, <laughs> But uh, like, so with ones like that, we wanted to make them kind of like somewhat characteristic. So like another uh, sort of like Easter egg in the game is, uh, let me show you, we have, uh, okay, well, there's a couple I'll show you here. So one of them is we have a card called Lil Hop, which is a rabbit. Oh, nice. So, you know. Oh, it's a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. So oh, Lil Hop. So it has, it's, it's got moves and it's also hot. Um, that makes sense, but, yeah. Which is funny because mm -hmm. this actually makes Lil Hop a frequent target of the rapid weight gain card. So, because <laughs> like if you're good at something, you tend to attract the sort of negative, uh, you know, uh, attention from it. But then we also sure. looked at stuff like, you know, trying to make some boys that had some funny kind of distinguishing elements. Like, you know, there's Harrison, got a man. Nice, on, nice. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like, uh, as far as the stats go, there's actually just mathematically, we have enough boys for all of the stat combinations to be represented. And okay. So more from like a game mechanic perspective. An interesting note about that, I have a friend who's into statistics and what like actually took them and did a binomial distribution to like see if 
you know, the skin tone was related to the stats and like whether, whether there was an over representation yeah. or anything like that. Cool. So it See? Nice. Uh, it sounds like it was pretty evenly distributed. There's like, you know, nice. more lighter skin tones with the one and the three stats, but they were mm -hmm. like, they evened out because of the yeah. zeros and twos. Very cool. That's That's nice. Fun data stuff. Love it. Sure. Yeah. Love yeah, it. I think that was the one of the parts that I think was most interesting about it is that of the whole process in my mind was marrying the kind of game design statistics, like the pieces, like we created kind of an economy for the like, you know, how, how good are uh, certain cards? Cause we didn't want to make it. So like one star card is like crazy too good that whenever you get it, you're like, yes, I win. You know, like, yeah, so yeah. there was all this game, like game over. Don't even need to play the rest of the game. I got the anthem and we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like we wanted to make it so that, um, Balance it, out. it had to be kind of calibrated to get it to really like play tightly, especially with a two to four player game distribution, because mm -hmm. it, it has a different feel depending on how many play games you're playing. For example, like in a four player game, if you're spending all your time sabotaging other people's boy bands, you're not investing in your own boy band and you can't fight everyone at the same time. So in that case, it's a little more of a race because mm. you've kind of got to like invest in making your band better. But in a two player game, there's some times where it really makes a lot of sense to like throw someone under the bus, you know? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. I love it. I love all, I love all the different chats. This is so, this is going to be such a great game. I'm so excited for you guys. And like, so tell us, tell us where you can get the game. Like for people who, who like don't know, like, I think there was something on Amazon. I wasn't sure about that. Yep. Yeah. So I think if you go to the boy band builder website, and there's a, uh, and we're going to be making a few updates to this, but there's a spot that says get the game. Mm -hmm. One second. Let me bring it. Yeah. Let me bring it up. Uh, okay. Sorry. Oops. At the top. Oh. It's at the top. At the very, very top. Okay. Scroll up. Okay. Uh, Scroll down. Get the game here. Okay. Perfect. Uh, the button. Oh, click on the yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's stupid. Okay. Ah, oh, here it is. Oh, my God. Look at this. This looks so good. Yeah. So we. We have it on Amazon now, and it'd be great to have some reviews and stuff because as far as the search goes, like even if you search boy band builder, it's like the eighth thing down on the list. Oh, <laughs> wow. But it's- All right, uh, when we play, we'll make sure to put a review for you guys. Absolutely. For sure. Oh my and, goodness, this is amazing. all the fun, yes. Yeah. So it's uh, currently $20. So if you're going to Amazon, you're looking for boy band builder, the card game for two to four players ages 13 plus. So that is what you were looking for. Well, obviously we'll put a link too, so you guys can check that out. But yeah, no, it, that it looks so sounds fun. funny. It sounds great. It sounds like you have a lot of great ideas. Oh, I had a question. Once you create your boy band, can you get rid of a member or are you stuck with those members the entire time? This has been a, a, a thing we've talked about because clearly there's times where you want to get rid of a boy from your band but uh it, as like um i think we might add a rule that basically just says you can like discard a boy at any time for no cost like i mean it's yeah. not a because what we found is that there's like as an action in general you don't really have a lot of reason to i mean we've already yeah you know spent the time getting this person into your band and like upgrading them with stats there's not usually a good business case for firing a boy, but well, if you're gonna make that in the expansion or whatever, yeah, call yeah. it the Charlie Edwards card. I was gonna yes. say, yes. I don't know Ned if you guys know Charles. about him, no. know about Charles Edwards. So okay. Charles Edwards was so when the Backstreet Boys first got together, they just had um, it was just what 
AJ Nick Nick Howie. Howie. Yeah. And they had a couple other people. They had Phoenix Stone, whatever, but they had this guy named Charlie or Charles Edwards. So he was in this, the group. He was in there for about a year. He's like, yeah, this group is not going anywhere. So he left the group to go teach golf at Club Med. <laughs> then uh, they got the rest of the group together, obviously made it big, started being in Europe, whatever. So then Chris from NSYNC um, was friends with Howie in college, right? So then he decided he was going to put together, he had talked to Lou, he was going to put together his own group. Charles Edwards was in NSYNC as well. Oh, did that wow. for about a year, then decided, you know what? This is not going anywhere. I'm going to go teach cl- golf at Club Med again. And then they <laughs> blew up big. So it's like, it's, like it's like he's like the good luck charm, I guess, for the other yeah. guys to like, yeah. oh, you missed the boat twice. So yeah, just uh, it's an interesting thing there so so we have a theory now that like in order for a boy band to be successful they have to have at least one member like who was originally in the group that leaves and then they replace him with the person that actually makes the group good yeah yeah, yeah like exactly. o-town had ikaika who was yeah. there and he left yeah, yeah. and then like got dan in there so yeah it's kind of like we've noticed that with some other bands we're like oh it's interesting that you think that it's you know good to go but mm-hmm. there's got to get rid of somebody right so yeah exactly yeah, yeah. let's get there was a uh one of the things as we've been doing this, we've been kind of trying to find parodies and other things like that related to like boy bands. And uh, one of the funny pieces of news that we found was there was a boy band like reality show, uh, I think in Korea, that had all sort of international assemblage of boy bands. And there was this one guy in it who was like a Russian model who was on the show and was basically kind of had a bad attitude, you know, and was just sort of like, I don't want to do this, but like became a hero of the people watching the show because he was just such a shit heel. And, uh, <laughs> and so like, so they kept voting they kept him in, voting him on, like, yes. wow. was, like intentionally trying to like throw the competition. <laughs> people liked that as a dramatic element in the show. Producers started kind of like working around that. So it's That's like, amazing. Eventually, yeah. he made a plea and was like, please stop. I really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. thing on Canadian Idol as well, Jacob Hogard from Headley, he was there and he was just doing it for fun. And then he got to like the top three. He wasn't even practicing. He was just buying like the most elaborate costumes and stuff like that. And then eventually told his fans to stop voting for him because he did not want to win because you get stuck in this year-long contract it ended up working out good for him at the time because then he got a he, now he's now he's cancelled I think he is definitely cancelled but at that's that time right. same thing so um, yeah don't do stuff with underage people anyways that's that's right um but yeah no that's this is really cool I and mean, we're very excited for yes when we, get we can't wait to try it so. yeah anything boy band related is our jam yeah. yes we'd love to hear your feedback both on like the theming and the rules i think especially with your expertise on it all you could be a great <laughs> font of uh new ideas for the expansion and stuff so absolutely oh yeah it would be an honor honestly we're, <laughs> yes. we would love to help you guys absolutely yeah so um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chen. I was going to say this is great time for it to be out. Like Christmas is coming up, and people want to get that. It's nice stocking stuffer. Nice thing to play with your friends. Now that people, it's are a good bonding experience. So yeah. yeah. Is there anything else that that Sam and Luke want to say about about the the project? Just just like any last minute like promos or anything like that. Any shout outs to people? Like just whatever. Uh, 
I, I just want to the, the next game that we're talking about other than the k-pop expansion is it's definitely not a pyramid scheme so oh, okay keep an eye out for that okay. very nice very nice like MLM oh, amazing so we're working on a definitely not a pyramid scheme name generator for that as well perfect excellent give you some good uh, uh and yeah and then i think uh definitely like you know i think a big shout out to adam tremaine the artist who uh did all the artwork and then also marit mccluskey who uh was the graphic designer who you know designed the website and uh really worked very closely with us on the card layouts and making sure everything was like legible um and then yeah and then what was really fun too is just like we had a i think though like we were saying like the play testing and the sort of just getting it out there in front of people and then actively trying to listen to what people had to say so that we could fold that content into to the game. I mean, I think that's what we ultimately, I think, want to or hoping for is that people will feel a strong connection to the game and, you know, want to kind of like have a kind of community around it that is about, you know, what's fun to do and make it more interesting and exciting. So, for sure. Sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 It sounds great. Yeah. And then, and great job on the Kickstarter. Well done. Uh, so, we're, oh, yeah. Just we're, two we're quick solid. questions before we go. What is your favorite game? Like, what is your favorite board game or any other? game that you guys or your childhood game or now what do you guys like to play a lot uh that's really tough because it changes a lot i have adhd and so it's like i'll be really into a game for a short period of time and stuff but uh we've been playing weekly games of oath or mm. um which is a it's like sort of like an empire building game but it's it's very thematic in a lot of ways too where a lot of it for us is just telling stories with the game itself uh which we do with boy band builder all the time which is why we get like connected to anthem and things like that because yeah, what happens sure. in the game just becomes like our own memes. folklore so, yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so i think yeah you can have those fun things that kind of emerge from the game you know like we we're saying about certain boys getting a certain reputation over time or you know just like people always wanting to get the same artists you know like yeah like all that stuff is uh what's your favorite game what's my favorite game i think to be honest i would probably have to say uh the games i've been playing since i've been 13 is called warhammer i'm sure you've heard of it yes oh my husband it, loves it, warhammer with the little guys like, yeah so i i think that's where like uh that's in terms of just time commitment i've always loved the painting and the playing and all the other sorts of stuff related to that but yeah well luke and i play tons of different board games and i think that's one of the reasons why we thought game design was such a fun ex experience because you know it's it's interactive so it's not just like you write a book someone reads it they like it it's more like you're kind of creating a set of tools that people can use to kind of make up their own stories and you know have fun times getting together in person you know that's great definitely and then my second question is who is your favorite boy band or boy band member Ooh. Yeah. like are you team were you team backstreet or team nsync Ooh, definitely in sync, but yeah, I would say yeah. that. I think I would be on the in sync side as well. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite artist, hmm, this might be a tough one. Let's see. I guess uh, maybe uh, maybe Joey Fatone. <laughs> Gotta love Joey Fatone. He's hilarious. He's very entertaining. For, He's... The, for the purposes of this question, does K-pop count? Because yeah. sure, why not? Yes. Cranbop is like my favorite K-pop band, and they just oh. have like very colorful costumes and great videos and stuff like that, and it's really catchy uh, songs. So, hey, them out. Cranpop. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe right, shout out to Johnny Wahlberg too, just because. Uh, yes. You know, as like someone who's old school and you know. Johnny Wahlberg. A lot of the work. Yeah, in my mind, is like the mayor of boy bands. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's all about so... he's all about that love. Yeah. yeah. And Polly Mark as a boy is definitely, you know, an homage to the Wahlbergs, you know. Oh, I mean, there you yeah. go. Nice, <laughs> nice. wanted the, you know, sort of someone from Southie kind of, you know, like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I love it. I love it. It's, it's going to be so much fun. So I'm, yeah. I'm very happy for you guys. We're so excited for you and we're wishing you all the best. Thanks Can't wait to get we'll, our hands on the game. We'll, yeah, we'll hopefully woo! get it soon and then we'll play it for all of you guys and, you know. See, see what comes out of that. Obviously, I'm going to win, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just yeah. Not if, right now. Not if you Patrick. pick the under, underdogs again. Yeah. Well, maybe because I read the rules and I will be. <laughs> That's how I play Ticket to Ride, and I always win because I'm always, like, sneaking out my little things out, and people are like, I don't understand how this works. I'm like, ha I have all these secret, like, things. So, yes. Can get done. Excellent. Some, some blimp fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show them for them how it's done. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and uh, to all of you, um, definitely go uh, check them out at um, the Boy Band Builder website, which, as Shinzia mentioned, we'll link um, in the description box of this video. And um, Follow them on social media. I don't know if you guys want to shout out your like social media handles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've, uh, I mean, we've got the, the boy band builder fan club on Facebook, so you can find that. Uh, likewise, uh, I think, um, we are, our Twitter feed is, uh, good, good games or at good, good games. Uh, and then, uh, similarly, uh, we're working on our Instagram right now to get that all ready to go. So, uh, we'll, um, those are on the website as well. All yeah. right. Yes. Sounds good. We will link Perfect. all that and good. So yeah. Awesome. Well, well thank you so much you for so taking much. your time to come and be on our show. We're very excited for you. So. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks for taking a break with us guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Everybody wave. Bye. Bye.